Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Food on Tour. My name is Mike Robinson, and this is episode 26. Thanks, as always, for listening. If you've been enjoying it, do me a quick favor and leave a rating or review wherever you listen. It'll help me out a lot, and I'd really appreciate it. Today, I'm talking with Lynn Gunn from the band Paris. Paris is originally from the East Coast. They started the band in 2012, and they've been touring and putting out records ever since. They also just put out a record a couple weeks ago called Use Me, and it's really awesome. So go check that out when you have a second. We're going to be covering all kinds of topics in this episode. Uh, We'll be talking about some of Lynn's favorite coffee shops, as well as hotel lobbies that she loves to hang out in. She loves Mezcal, so we'll be talking about some of her favorite cocktail bars, as well as post-show stops. We'll also talk about her dietary restrictions due to Crohn's disease, which really affects what she's able to eat on and off the road. You also may notice this episode sounds a little different. My hard drive decided to take a shit on me the other day, and I lost all the audio from this, so this is strictly Skype audio. It'll be back to normal next week, but thanks for rolling with it for now. Thanks again for listening, and enjoy my conversation with Lynn. started playing Paris in like 2012 I think it was like official we we kind of like all came from separate local bands and um Wikipedia still somehow gets it wrong and thinks that Paris came from like a metalcore band which is slightly not wrong but also like it's not they're very separate things (laughs) Paris is Paris the other band was the other band um, and so we just kind of started touring as soon as we turned 18 and 19 and like pretty much have been nonstop touring since. And that's awesome. On, we're on our, our third album and been through a lot of trials and tribulations and changes. And we're, we're here now and it's in a, a really good spot. And the third yeah. album is the one you just put out, right? Yeah. Our third album is called Use Me. It just came yeah. out like two weeks ago, I think nice. now. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and we're going to talk about kind of all, all kinds of things, it seems like. Coffee shops, cocktails, hotel lobbies, oh, yeah. dietary restrictions. <laughs> yes. Food um, for I think the first thing, I always find it really interesting um, because I'm such a stickler for routine on tour. Like in my home life, I don't, I don't need that. But like on tour, I feel like I need that. And from the the brief talk that we had before this it seems like you have a pretty strict pre-show routine it's not like super strict but it's definitely like i i need i have all these little creature comforts that i need to check off on the road for sure totally Um, in order to to feel sane and like a a functioning member member and member member of society and not just a person stuck in the metal tube right every day <laughs> so what what are those things that you need to check off i mean uh, every city i'll usually look for like a really cozy coffee shop a if, and if i can't find a coffee shop i'll look for a cool hotel with a nice lobby mm-hmm. and nice like lobby bar um cafe situation there and then if I'm out of that, then I just usually will try and find like a grocery store yeah. with, <laughs> with food that I can eat and, and just bring it back to the bus. And 
I always get really stressed out in the green room or just inside the venue all day. So I usually try and avoid it until like the last hour before we're needed to be yeah. anywhere within the venue. I always stay clear of it as much I as love I that. can. I love just like <laughs> finish sound check and just kind of bolt and just disappear for a few hours and go actually yeah. do things and, and like see a city or like even if it's just hanging out in a coffee shop or like yeah. a bar or something I feel like yeah. I don't know that's my favorite way to sort of hang and, and just be you know just be in a different city but are there any specific coffee shops in the US or in Europe that stand out to you that are like favorites that you always look forward to oh my gosh Honestly, no. I think they're, it's always just random and I'll just like, I'll go on Yelp. It's, they don't use it as much overseas. So it's a right. little harder to Yelp overseas, but I feel like the States, every city you go to, you're guaranteed to get totally. a really nice coffee shop in whatever city it is. Even if it's, if it's kind of, um, pretty like Central America and not, we're not Central America, but like Lincoln, Nebraska, or like Omaha. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cities that you wouldn't maybe expect it to be kind of like figuring it out. Yeah. But yeah, no, there's been, I, I think it's always, it's almost guaranteed you'll find one in every city in the U S wherever, whatever city it is. I think it's kind of funny with the, the middle America thing in particular, like, all those coffee shops and like the sort of like quote unquote hip restaurants in those areas, they're all just sort of the same thing, you know? Yeah. It's like, they're all like kind of working off like a template and they all look like they got like really high end, like target decor or something. But the food is, is, it it does. And the food is usually, I feel like you just know what you're going to get in those places. And there's always like a cool local coffee roaster or something, right? Like, yeah, totally. Um, in when you, if you can't find a coffee shop, you're going to hotel lobbies or something. Are there, are you getting just coffee there? Are you looking for food? I mean, at this point I can't, I can't get coffee anymore. I have like a bunch of stomach problems and I just will try and find tea, but I haven't cut coffee since we stopped touring. So now I need to like really reconsider this and really find a new spot, but or new, just new beverage to seek. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I always love to find, I'm a big fan of like weird boutique hotels and super curated spaces. So I'm always, it's like, I can't find a coffee shop. Sometimes if if you can't find a coffee shop, you might not be able to find the hotel, but like, yeah, I always try and find, that's the next one you try and find. Do you not drink before shows? Um, I used to be really strict about everything before shows and just like, keep my voice healthy on tour. And, um, I think the more, more strict I was, I damaged my voice more or just felt like it affected it a lot more than just kind of being casual about it. So in the last like year, so I started to like, maybe I'll have like a little bit of mezcal before or get like a cocktail somewhere and just like kind of chill out a little bit. Um, Cause I used, I used to have really bad stage fright and just like anxiety before going on that it just like, I feel like it completely shut my voice down or just closed it up. And so if you um, have a couple drinks, you're like good to go. Yeah. I can't have too many. I, can, I, I feel like I can have like a shot or two of mezcal and then it's, yeah. then it's good. Then I got a cruise. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> as far as dietary restrictions go, what are you dealing with? So I can't have, I have Crohn's and I have an autoimmune condition called ankylosing spondylitis. It's basically, both of them are chronic inflammation in your body. And so I have to avoid anything that's going to cause inflammation. So I can't, I can't get down with any of the cool, like slutty vegan places that people (laughs) always go to on tour. And I feel like majority of touring people go to and get to enjoy that would just like completely destroy me <laughs> if I go to them now. I can't imagine touring with those kinds of conditions. Yeah, I, I honestly have to eat. I just have to find like fish or chicken and then vegetables. And if I can find those, that's like a no brainer. Won't won't hurt my stomach. But it's yeah, when when it's like late night show food or you're in the middle of if you're in. I don't know, Ohio or Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And if you're wanting after show food or whatever everybody's doing with the crew to, to feed everybody, it's always usually like pizza or burgers or something. And I, I'm right. always like, I can't have any. Oh, that sucks. So, yeah. you have to load up on snacks <laughs> at Whole Foods or whatever place will carry like gluten-free stuff. And have you found any like sort of creative ways to combat that aside from just stocking up on snacks? Or are there like specific restaurants that cater really well to what you're dealing Um, with? I mean, it's different everywhere. I think, I think, um, I can, you can never go wrong with Mexican food. Everything's gluten-free minus like mole sauce, but everything, um, I, I almost am like always guaranteed to get something gluten-free from Mexican places. I would usually like to try and be like Mediterranean too, as you just take off and um those are the top two that i think for like late night you can usually find something somewhere for cool yeah (laughs) (laughs) that sounds just i don't know i i have like zero dietary restrictions and whenever i talk to people about this it's i I don't know it it just kind of puts my brain in a totally different perspective especially as far as touring Cause I don't deal yeah. with any of that. And I don't, I don't even think about it. Like I eat like shit on tour most of the time because there's like crazy burger places or crazy burrito places or yeah. whatever that I want to try. And I just can't imagine, um, having to deal with that. And like, you know, this, just the stresses of being on tour on top of all that, because stress I would imagine makes it all worse. Oh, for sure. It's, it's, it's kind of a, just like a never ending cycle or just the snake eating itself the whole time. But I think, um, I'm kind of glad that I can't eat everything because I feel like I would get so out of shape so quickly and just, cause <laughs> I have like, I have somewhat self-control if it's, if I'm like, all right, your health is on the line here and your well being is on the line, then I, I'll be super strict and attentive and, and work towards it but if it's if it's more of like a just like a a vanity that's yeah (laughs) angle to it i'm like i want to eat all of it but um yeah no if i if i if i didn't feel like horrible from from having that kind of stuff i would have it all the time for sure so you mentioned three cities that you really look forward to eating in london paris and brooklyn yes do you have any I mean, favorites in those cities? Definitely. Um, I mean, Brooklyn, I feel like just because 
I used to live there, so I know all the spots. So mm-hmm. if we're there on tour now, I know where I want to go. I know my comfort places that I want to go to and revisit. Um, and there's, I'll give you a couple places. There's one of my favorite places. This place called Esme. It's in Greenpoint. And it's just kind of like comfort food. Like that's, there's nothing super crazy, but they have like, I don't know. I'm so boring. I have really good salmon and <laughs> like really good Brussels sprouts and just like kind of more shared plates places, I guess. Um, and then there's this place called Concord Hill. That's also really cozy. Like, I don't know, just American food, I guess, but it's, it's very rustic and very like everything's charred nicely. And yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of good options there as well and then there's two bars that i i love there called ramona and then there's one called achilles heel that are like top top bars that i love to go to and they're just, they're like super cozy and i always feel at home if i'm there do you have a favorite cocktail at those places um there, at ramona there's this one called the hotel danger it is Mezcal, chipotle, agave, lemon, aperol, grapefruit twist. Whoa, that sounds awesome. So good. And then they have another drink called, that has like absinthe in it. It's so good. Um, let me find the name of it. I'm a sucker for any drink involving absinthe. They're like just like an absinthe wash even. I just love the smell of it. I don't know why. It's so, it's. I feel you. I, I like <laughs> just started getting into it in the last year. Do you ever watch the show Penny Dreadful? No, I've never seen it. It's like, it's Victorian horror stories all just kind of intertwined into one storyline. But there's there's an episode where two of the characters um, take absinthe and it just, it's like amazing. The smell of that plus a good cocktail, it just gets me so excited. <laughs> oh my God. The, whole entire cocktail experience is so magical like going to a legit cocktail bar is also such a, a little like piece of happiness where do you like go. do you go like all out to some of these cocktail bars where they bring it out and like there's you know in like a case and there's smoke inside i mean no but i i would love to know where i find those I feel like there's plenty of them. I can't, I don't know. I have a a hard time. I kind of draw a line there with with cocktails. I can only care so much and they get so expensive. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like 12 bucks is my, 12 to 15 is like the, okay, I don't feel like I'm horrible. Yeah, that's like normal ass cocktail bars. Yeah, yeah. Um, But no, I also just have to be careful. I can't go, I can't go out too much just for Again, just health. Like if I have too much alcohol, my body can definitely feel it and definitely get inflamed that way. But yeah, Mad is one of the a pretty clean one and a pretty like it's it's all right for inflammation. It's not super bad. Uh, what about overseas, Paris or London? Overseas, okay. In Par- in uh, London, I, I mean any any Indian place you go to in London is going to be guaranteed. Do you have a favorite? Um, I've just, like, every time we've been there, we'll just experience, like, experiment with any of them on, mm-hmm. on like, the, one of the main main roads where there's just restaurant after restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't remember specific names, but, I mean, 
there's like i've ever been to Dishoom. yeah it's insane i know it's like a chain out there but it's so it's, good it's still really good yeah i mean that's I love, one of those so i love Dishoom because it's like a good atmosphere um yeah. just yeah it's a great vibe in there yeah that place is all i mean that's one of those places it's like sort of an institution at this point and that's i feel that some of those places are easy to kind of overlook because they're so hyped up yeah but it's one of the few i feel like that really lives up to it and it's such a good it's such a good experience there i've only been to the one in in shortage i think the shortage one's awesome yeah it's beautiful Um, inside i also like the soho one I've been to, I think I've been to every single one of them. There's <laughs> one near the, their, um, what's the main train station? Paddington. Oh, yeah. I forget the name of it. I feel so stupid not remembering any, like, these <laughs> trademark locations. Um, I've been, I think I've been to, like, three or four in London. Yeah. Oh, my God. I missed a shoe. Just walking in, they're always burning incense. There's mm-hmm. always, it's always such great lighting. The decor is amazing. I just like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a super nerd about just how places make you feel when you walk into them and like looking at the interior design. So the shoe's a really fun place for that. Yeah, there's like a lot of attention to detail and you kind of feel like you're yeah. in the Middle East all of a sudden, you know. I think they like import sodas and stuff from the middle east and i'm pretty sure they do like cocktails and like using some of those sodas from in the middle east and everything that's really cool i love that yeah i love how rustic it is too like i don't know i'm a sucker for like modern and rustic combined together and it's it feels like the perfect blend of those two yeah they do a great Um, job with that any other london favorites okay there's a place called mildred's it's a really good vegan spot that nice. most of it's like gluten free and soy free. They don't really do. They don't use any of the kind of like. Maybe they do for a couple of things, but for the most part, it's not really um, like fake meat alternatives. It's just fresh vegetables cooked into really great cool. dishes, and it's all pretty like shared plates. Um, Mildred's is great. Have you ever been to the Electric Diner? No. Where's that at? It's in, um, what area is it? I think it's in, oh, it's in Notting Hill. It's not in. Um, I wish that's one area of London that I wish I've spent more time in. Because the last time I was there, my wife and I went and we went over there just to like walk. Um, what's the, the Portobello the, Road? Yeah, we just walked Portobello yeah. Road and we got breakfast over there. And we were staying in Shoreditch. And the whole time we were just like, why didn't we just stay in Notting Hill? <laughs> oh no, it's so cozy. So it's cozy. Awesome. I finally just saw the movie Notting Hill. Me like, too. Just re- how went like two weeks ago? <laughs> I watched it like <laughs> my wife and I watched it a few months ago, like during quarantine, because I had never seen it and we've just been talking about how bad we want to go back. Yeah. And we we went to a bunch of the landmarks and stuff, you know, like the his his apartment and everything. Um but yeah, I had never seen it. Oh man, it's so good. I, I, one of my, my friends is like bringing me on a Julia Roberts journey. I never, <laughs> never appreciated her and I didn't know that I needed to. And now I'm trying to watch every Julia Roberts movie at the moment. Julia Roberts is definitely something I didn't expect to come up on this podcast. <laughs> ever. <laughs> Just had to throw it in there. Well, we were talking about Notting Hill. So <laughs> have you ever been to Granger and Co? No. There's a couple of them. I think there's three now. 
Um, but the last time I was there, um, one of the people, one of our friends in our crew went there and they were like, I think they went and there was a huge wait or something and they were just going by themselves and they just got seated immediately and they came back and were like, you have to go here. It's so good. And, um, ever since I always make sure. To stop What's there. the deal with Granger and co? What do you get there? Um, let me see. Their menu kind of changes. Let me see what they've got right is now. Is it a is it a vegan place? No, it's it's kind of just everything. Like, cool. Um, let's see what they've got on the menu right now. They've got coconut fish and prawn curry, crispy duck, chili miso salmon, parmesan crumbled chicken schnitzel, wow, grass burger. Um. I don't know. I'll usually try and go with like a fish or a chicken, like a, a lighter protein. Yeah, usually. that stuff sounds awesome. Um, so it just depends like what, what they have there at the time. What about Paris? Paris is kind of like, we're, I'm still just discovering Paris. We've been there. I don't know how many times, but I want to, I need to get into the food there more. Like we've been, there's this place, there's a venue we played, um, Back in August, that was, let me see the name of it. I just looked it up so I could remember the place because I thought it was really cozy <laughs> and I just lost it. Okay, there's a, a place called Trez Justine. That's really good. Um, but it's just like, again, it's kind of like fun late night, like French fries, good after show vibe. Yeah, cool. Sure. That's awesome. I've also, I like, I mean, before I figured out that I couldn't have gluten, it was obviously like great place to get crepes, great place for croissants. I, I love a good, they don't, you can't really find any gluten-free ones. I just found a gluten-free bakery there that um, Brian's wife introduced me to. I forget the name of it, but everything there is like gluten-free. I think it's vegan too. Is it called um, Shambhalan? That sounds so familiar. I think that's probably it. A friend of mine was telling me about this place because his wife is gluten-free. And he's like, he said he got a baguette and a croissant there. And he said it was like better than any normal pastry he's had. Yeah. The last time we were there, she went and brought like, she brought like croissants, cookies, um, just like brought a whole bag of goodies back to the show, like an angel from heaven. (laughs) And... Yeah, no, it was phenomenal. It was, That's awesome. it was great. So definitely, um, there's this place I'm trying to remember the name of it that I went to. Like, I'm just trying to remember the best meals I've had on tour, and it's always like places I don't remember the name of. But <laughs> there is one. We basically um, one of the one of the guys working at our old label. In, on the Europe side brought us to this restaurant that was like super tiny, like mom and pop cozy vibes, but it was just so everything was homemade, super fresh, um, farm to table type situation, but nice. everything, everything in Europe is so fresh anyway. Totally. But Every time, I mean, whenever I'm there, I just, oh, my whole body just feels better. Yeah. You know, I'm, I remember we went to Italy one time just for vacation um, and we were like, oh my God, we're going to be so fat by the end of two weeks because we're eating like crazy. And like, yeah, somehow I feel better. like we, yeah, I feel like we ended up losing. Obviously we were walking a lot because all those cities are like, it's insane to not walk through those cities. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just like, I think we ended up losing weight and we felt better and we were just like eating yeah. pasta three times a day. You know, it was great. Yeah. Uh, everybody says you can have, or a lot of people that can't do gluten or can't do um, wheat or flour always like, you can have it in Europe. It's better. It's less processed. And I'm still just so scared to go for it. Any cocktail bars in Paris? Um, I mean, Chez Justine, the place I was talking about, had really good. They had like mezcal stuff there, I remember. Um, so you're just always on a mezcal hunt. I'm always on a mezcal hunt. I'm always on just a cozy, cozy food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <place hunt. laughs> um, it's always so fun when whenever our manager comes out, he's he also can't have gluten um, and has the same basically the same stomach issues. And um, whenever he's out with us, I'll always just like I'm always glued to his side the whole time because he's he'll he'll find the nice hotel with the nice lobby that that's cozy to set up in. He'll find a nice cocktail bar. He'll find a nice um, restaurant and just your guaranteed maximum cozy vibes if he's there. I love drinking in hotel in nice hotel lobbies. Me too. It's the best. There's one in LA. Have you been to the Freehand in downtown? Um, no, but there's a. Isn't there a Freehand? There's a few. There's one in New York and one in Miami, and one here. I think there might be more. I haven't been to the one here. I don't know. We haven't been in a while, but we hung out at the lobby bar there one time, and it's all like Russian tea inspired. So all the cocktails are obviously like flavor wise inspired by at least teas, but. They serve them. You can get them for like two people, four people, six people, whatever. And they serve them these like really elaborate teapots with like really elaborate glassware. And it's really fun. It's super cool. And and then they have the other bar upstairs, like on the rooftop, which is more of kind of, you know, kind of like party bar. But uh, yeah, the lobby bar there is really awesome. I mean, you can't go wrong with like the Ace. Or Soho House, which is so annoying. I hate to be that yeah. person. But that's always a safe bet wherever you are. I went to the downtown LA Soho House recently. Like a That few... just opened, right? Yeah, it opened like, uh, uh, let's see, like last fall, I think. And we went there one night. And it was actually, it was really nice. And I'm a sucker for the spicy margaritas there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I like mean... that's that's such a thing in and of itself. Like that's basically just a meme in real life. Spicy margarita or so. The, the so how spicy margarita. Oh, no, it's margarita. such a meme. It's such a fucking meme. Um, have you been to, so are you in LA? Yeah. Okay, have you, my, this is like not on tour, but now when we're on tour, I'm going to make sure we go here, but there's, have you ever been to Laurel Hardware? I've never gone there, no. Oh my God. It's kind of like a hypey, like West Hollywood place, but yeah. it's so good. They have the best, like, Lavender margaritas there and best everything. I, I typically know. avoid those places, especially yeah. like <laughs> West Hollywood. But we went to um, what's it called, Gracias Madre one time. Yeah, and their cocktail so menu is crazy. So it's good, out of control. Oh man! They did uh, when we were there. They had a cocktail on the menu called the Jump Man, where they took like a. The Jumpman logo and like a stencil, and they put it over the cocktail and poured charcoal on it. So then, when they took the stencil away, it was like the foam of the cocktail. You know, had I think it was like a sour, like a whiskey sour kind of thing, 
and it just had this charcoal Michael Jordan logo on top of it. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> it's pretty uh, awesome. Rockets Madre is awesome. That's such like an LA staple for sure. Yeah. Um, have you been to? Do you like Peruvian food? Yeah. There's this place. Uh, I think it starts with an R. Hold on. Rosaline. I just went there like before before uh, COVID hit, and it was so good. They have really good ceviche and like oh. Is that in West Hollywood as well? It's yeah, it's West Hollywood. I feel like cocktail bars is something that doesn't come up on this enough. So, are there any other cocktail bars anywhere in the world that you just always love? Look forward to going back to. Um, I need to write them down. I really there is <laughs> there is one in just so random. There's one in Utah. I think it's called Dark Horse or something. Is it Salt Lake City? Yeah. There's some good bars in Salt Lake City. Oh, okay. I think it's White Horse. It's kind of like in the middle of downtown, but I've never been there. It was great. That was like a recent one because we were we played there last. I mean, it's been like a year now, but we were there in June. I remember we were trying to find a, a cozy spot to post up, and that was yeah. where, we, where we landed. Um, maybe I think it's White Horse. I don't think it's Black Horse. There's a strip, I guess it's pretty close to what is that? The complex, maybe. Fuck, what venue is that? Which which venue is the old like train station? Oh man. The depot. It's the, the depot. depot. That's what I'm thinking okay. of. There's a strip, I think, down the street from the depot where there's a bunch of cocktail bars and dive bars and stuff. Um there's some good stuff in Salt Lake City though. I like it there. Yeah, it's pretty cozy. Well, I have one more question for you. I like to end every episode with a fuck, Mary kill. Are you familiar with? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> fuck, Mary kill, mezcal, old fashioned, mezcal, margarita, mezcal, paloma. Okay. Kill the old fashioned. Fuck the paloma. And marry the margarita, for sure. I think I'd marry the paloma. I love a mezcal paloma. Dude, I just got a really good one recently. It came in like do you ever get, do you get them in the weird ceramic cups? No, what, I don't like even know cups. what that is. Oh my God. Um, where was it? It was, it was, it was actually Laurel Hardware. They have plums there that it, it comes in like a weird little beehive ceramic cup Whoa. thing. And I was like, this is a new way to experience this that I think you need to experience. I just got, uh, we ordered Salazar last night on Postmates for dinner. Oh, yeah, Salazar. <laughs> and they, I I mean, my favorite thing at Salazar are their cocktails. They they have such good cocktails. And they're doing cocktails to go on Postmates, which is really awesome. And I got like a Mezcal pineapple um, cocktail, which was really cool. And they come in these little prepackaged bottles and they give you a little cup of pineapple with it. It was pretty great. I love the places are doing that. Yeah, there's another it's place called Cafe Birdie in Highland Park that's doing it too that's really close to our house and they also had just it's another place that's like a really it's a you know a higher end restaurant but my favorite things there are their cocktails and they have a, just a beautiful bar and a great cocktail menu so um, it's cool that you can Birdie? get that st- it's called Cafe Birdie Cafe Birdie on the right it's awesome um, well thanks so much for doing this I appreciate you oh, taking the time of course thanks for having me yeah. I hope that 
I need to start like writing these down so the next time I come back I'll be like, yo dude, I got I got all the places for you. Thanks again to Lynn for joining me for this one. If you want to keep up with her, she's on Instagram at Lynn Gunn. That's L-Y-N-N-G-V-N-N. If you want to find us, we're on Instagram at food.ontour. If you have any questions, comments, or most importantly, food recommendations, feel free to send those over to foodontourguys at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. Thanks.